Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon world. Cyber world, podcast world, hip hop world, entire world. What it is. You're live on WBLU 77.7 FM on your online dial, The Cypher, with your man DJ OG Bobby Johnson. It is saturated saturdays the saturday saturation saturation on saturdays on saturday we get it saturated it's about 12 45 in the noon time so that's p.m eastern standard time east coast first coast Duval. Actionville, the Bangham, FLA, the Gun Shape State. And looky, looky. <laughs> Guess what, y'all? I told y'all that part two is coming. Guess who we got live in the Hizzleski, right? Nizzle Got our special guest again. Part two to the month. First part. Got our girl Nicole Payne up in the house. Nikki P. 1-800-411 Nicole Payne <laughs> What's up? Tell them what's up, Nicky P. Happy Saturday, everyone. Word, word. How you feeling today, cousin? I'm good. I'm blessed. How are mm. you? I am actually drinking. <laughs> it's the afternoon, motherfuckers. They ain't morning no more. <laughs> Me trying to say I'm an alcoholic. I'm on these IPAs, Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Shout out to Lagunitas. 6.2 IPA. Very, very good. Slightly expensive, but hey, get what you pay for, baby. Good stuff. And, um, we're glad to have you here, man. Good to do this again. Part Thank two. You. Anytime. You are welcome. We're probably going to end up doing a part three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve, forty-seven to this mug, you know, because it's uh, a lot. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I get some money in, yeah, you going to be her. You know what I'm talking about? But what we want to talk about is money and the effects of not being financially educated in the melanated slash black slash african-american slash afro-american slash negro slash colored people of color that mean y'all latinos you asians you native americans you uh white people that's not blonde haired and blue eyed i'm sorry you black too (laughs) sorry to tell you that my bad. I, I tried to whisper it. <laughs> but you are, you black toe. Stop it. You're scaring the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on the entire community, period, man. Not being financially educate, educated, not knowing things about things that truly matter. What happens is when you're not knowledgeable on these things, you could not pass said traits down to the little ones which is what truly and truly matters we gotta start financially educating ourselves so a lot of people are talking about that we got a few things we want to talk about previously we talked about our communities 
where we came from. And at the time when we recognized, you know, hey, dang, <laughs> we got a Buick. They got a Benz. <laughs> it's a difference, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's 15. We got 15, a Park yeah. Avenue. They got a Porsche. <laughs> right. And they shorties. So it was a difference in the financials in our places. And um, I actually want to step into an arena that I'm not truly an expert about. I'll just let y'all know, first off, you know it's uh, real talk, cutting edge. So you might hear some things that might singe on the ears a little bit. You already know how we feel. Your voice counts. Your opinion matters. Your voice matters and your opinion counts. Always on WBLU. And if we say a curse word, it's not personally directed at you. It's just for fervorance in our speech to emphasize a point. So remember that. Real talk, cutting edge. But something I'm not truly educated in. Mortgages. My girl Nikki P is a mortgage master. Ha At least in processing. Got like 16 black belts, a yellow and orange belt, a belt with a dragon <laughs> on it. So, <laughs> Nikki P, tell us a little bit about how the, like, you know, the A to Z, like, where it start when it get to you? What are some of the things you help people out with and things that people, when you have dealt with them, they really don't know at all? about processing of a mortgage? Um, well, I can explain to you the process. Um, Hook it up. Hook it up. So we usually get it from the loan officer. Mm -hmm. And um, then it is our job to get it approved through underwriting. So mm. I look at the loan depending on the program and, you know, underwriting and say we need blah, blah, blah. You know, like we need all of this. Right. I look at that list and I try to figure out how can I loop a whole bunch of those together or I know I only need three or four, you know, let me get those. <laughs> and then um, just reach out to the, the person, the borrower, mm -hmm. introduce myself saying, hey, I'm trying to get you approved. So I'm going to be reaching out to get some, you know, supporting documentation, etc. Oh, okay. Hey, your appraisal is going to be ordered. You might get a call from the appraisal company. They'll make an appointment with you directly, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I explained to them, here's the process. we got to get the appraisal because we got to figure out how much value is in it, right? Mm -hmm. So we get the appraisal. Then there's credit. Can they afford to pay this? Ooh. And um, I can't afford to pay then it's closing, you know? Uh -huh. No, no, no. I'm still processing. The appraisal, that's it. Oh, and their credit, their credit score. Okay. The appraisal, that the approval the beginning. is with the credit score. So part of the approval, it's the appraisal. Mm -hmm. It's credit, which credit. is your money. Oh, how debts. much you got. Oh, mm -hmm. what your debt to income, income ratio. Haha. Mm -hmm. Y'all heard that, motherfuckers? It was turns y'all need to know. She said underwriter, borrower, debt to income ratio. That's one major chumpy. Whenever you go in that bank or that borrowing place, they always say, what's your debt to income ratio? And you could Google that. We ain't even got to give you the definition. It's really self-explanatory. Debt to income ratio. How much do you owe and how much do you make? What's the difference? 
which one weighs heavier on the scale. So what happens after that, you know, when once you do that, when you call out and say, hey, borrower, hey, we're going to need you to get this right here because don't buy no more J's. Um, it depends. I always try to explain the process because I think about how I would want to be approached, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, hey, listen, like, I'm probably not going to be calling you every week or, you know, like, I'm only going to reach out, blah, blah, blah. But, I, you know. Someone be calling every week. Hey, did you get it done? Did you get it done? Did you get it done? Yeah, well, that's expected. <laughs> that's expected. But, right. um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked especially, but first home time, first time home buyers, it's amazing. People just stumble into the process and it's they like they have no all. idea what they're doing. And that right. They're signing their life away for 30 years, you know, right. or whatever. But, um, but I like that aspect of it too. I like that each file I had to analyze. Okay. To figure out what do I need to get these motherfuckers approved? Hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so you really be trying to like make sure mm-hmm. that whatever you can do, that's why you were saying some of those like requirements that sent mm-hmm. to you from the underwriter, you merge into one requirement. Mm-hmm. Or some of them are not really a true necessity. They're just a perk or a want. Mm-hmm. Mm. Y'all peep, yo. Need to know your stuff. Need to talk to your people when they're telling you, listen. And read the paperwork so that you can converse with them. Let's go right ahead. Um, That's basically it. Yeah. After the, after the uh, underwriter the credit debt income ratio Mm -hmm. then the credit score then they get approved do you have to search many lenders for people Mm -hmm. um luckily we were the lender ha y'all got the fed don't worry cuz whatever you want we got Mm -hmm. you and then we also had servicing so then we just moved it over to our servicing hell nah that's that old uh, we got you all the way that's that buy here pay here car lot Nick. Hey, you could buy this Benz right here cause we're gonna get you to for 16,000 16,000 it's a 2012 yeah yeah you could get it the interest gonna be 28.54789% though crush your ass in interest you'd be like I got a Benz I'm paying $789 a month I got a Bugatti and paying less than that but that's how it works though right Mm -hmm. some people like sign away their life for a high ass interest rate Mm -hmm. when they probably if they would have shopped around and did their homework got a couple of things mm-hmm. manipulated on their credit or has somebody like you that's gonna say hey you need to do this right here cuz and I can get you this mm-hmm. but if you go with that straight it, it's gonna be catastrophic what about have you ever dealt with people with home equity loans mm-hmm. yeah that home equity is crucial right a lot of people getting getting faded behind that when that fallout happened, a lot of people got their cribs yoked because they had home equity loans and double mortgages and then recognized that if they didn't, you know, at a time of crisis, that interest rate rising and falling up is bad times. Uh, the interest rate up there, 
Mm-hmm. Again, we need a little bit more on the payment. I know you said you could pay six hundred, but it's a rough times. We need seven forty-eight. What? That hundred forty-eight? That's my medicine. And that's how I really went. Like as far as <laughs> no, nah, I mean like no, nah, I'm not saying like <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, saying what? you was uh, up there locking people out of their house, putting that big ass lock on their shit, like, I don't telling understand. the children, "Look Can't... here, eat oatmeal, ain't no more frosted I'm flakes like, and fruit uh, loops." Rephrase nothing. the question, please. No, nah, but I'm saying the when they when the uh, when the people got into those uh, home equity lines of credit, a lot of people get in trouble behind those because they get like a lump of cash, right? Or at least a line of credit for a lump of cash. And some of them don't do, you know, like proper things with the bread. Some of them go to Vegas. They gonna add a jacuzzi and a swimming pool inside <laughs> their living room. Right? And be saying, you heard some wild, because when I was working at the bank, I heard some wild stories about these HELOCs is what they like to call them. Oh. What'd you hear? The motherfuckers calling me crying. They called the wrong place. I was in the, you know, auto RV boating aircraft loans. Uh-huh. They calling me talking about they can't get no money off the <laughs> off the car. Like, they got a car where they could drive money off of. Mm-hmm. They in Vegas. You know, they, I can't get no more money. Yeah, you got a limit on there, player. What you mean a limit? Yeah, you can only get like seven hundred a day. What? I got forty five thousand dollars and goddamn, I need my money. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta try to explain to them, even though it wasn't Yikes. my division. You know, I try to explain to them, like, all right, let me let you talk to your people. You know? Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of shy with people that was getting home equity lines of credit because sometimes they don't do what's right. Mm-hmm. You seen that? No, I haven't seen it. No, no. But you, you was in. You was helping. You know about not HELOCs and shit. Yeah. And um, how does it work to even get one? Because you see a lot of commercials on it. I be seeing them all the time. The HELOCs that I worked were a little bit different because I we worked for uh, Merrill Lynch Home Loans. So oh, well, yeah. a lot of these That's people, people. Bank yeah, of America. It's Fuck HELOCs out. on Fuck their Fuck their no, second or their rental property or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's Snowbird like, or something. And it's like, um, well, it depends on how much money you have with us. Mm-hmm. Is I guess what they offer. The requirements are for the offer for the how much they'll for the give loan. You. Mm, okay. The loan itself. No, that, but the amount is based on we have to get an appraisal. What your property were. Uh, unless you like you closed within the last year or so. You know, like, unless it was, you have to be at least a year. Um, but, I forgot, what was I talking about? HELOCs. HELOCs. Yeah, but I don't, they were usually piggies. I, you know, they were usually piggies on the bigger loan, so I never, and once the bigger loan was approved, that one was automatically approved too. It's already been calculated, mm-hmm. right? Into their debt, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you got a million dollar house, you automatically get a HELOC head. What, you want, you want 600 more thousand? Of course, here, take it, take it. We're gonna hammer your ass to the earth. 
thank you. We're gonna get out of your 1.6 million, you won't get about four million about you, player, in over 30 years. Hmm. Interesting. That's gangster. That's gangster, but hey, they gotta make their bread, right? Gotta make their bread. But so that's another thing. A lot of us are not educated upon the mortgage industry, how mortgage begins, how it's determined, how you got people out there that will assist you, like my people right here out there saying, hey, you need to get this, this, and that, and that together. We don't need no more. Uh, you got to go get the weed that they sell at Sally's. You can't be going over there to that store off Arlington that sell the pure African $280 shit. Go get you a pack for $14.99, cuz, and the black glue. You know what I'm saying? You tripping. You spending, I'm just saying, they spending $350 a week on hair, cuz, you better break it down. These folks is looking at everything you spend when you go to get a house. Am I not right? My boy well, said they was looking at he couldn't spend nothing. He's like, I ain't spent nothing. Um, it, it depends. It just depends. Like it depends if it, on how much if money it, they make. If it, it affects on... your credit. Like yeah. you out them putting money on your credit card to go to Cancun because it's spring break. And oh, I'm gonna get this house in May. No, you might be looking at August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all need to y'all need to be knowledgeable of that because a lot of us aren't. A lot of us are still renting. I can't deny I'm still in the APT gang. House apartments, <laughs> house apartments, but we all together. Y'all ever thought about that? It's apartments, apart. Mints, but we all together. I don't just trip. That's a real Hey, we talk about the real shite here on the cypher, yo. But one thing I want to talk about uh, in our last kind of little half of third quarter here is a lot of y'all people have jobs. And I said a little bit about this on the segue. You have jobs, melanated people, people of color are the only people or the majority of people that work. And you stand at Sears and Roebuck, you stand at Kroger's until you die because you gonna move up and you're there for 40 years. But they got this little thing called the 401k or the 403b or an IRA or a stock option that you ain't put none of your money in because you're like, man, I ain't put no motherfucking $28 a month. I mean, $28 a paycheck. That's a hundred and something dollars a month, man. You crazy, man. That's a light bill, man. That's 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 insurance. That's money for you. It's not just money for you. It's money for generations. It's for your family. And once you start to delve into it, if you're not knowledgeable on the stock market, stocks and bonds, whatever you your company allots you the ability to invest in, you need to get somebody that's knowledgeable to assist you. 
When how important do you think is the 401k option or the retirement plan option that a lot of companies offer that people don't take advantage of? I think it's a great opportunity, especially if you have a company that's matching at least three percent or higher. Right. You know, um, I think it's great. So find a full match. Hold on and don't let go right. like a bad fucking relationship. <laughs> hey, please don't fire me. I just wash the walls. Let me keep investing into the 401k that y'all matching dollar for dollar. Oh, not many do that though, right? That you notice nowadays. Back in the yeah, day, they do. Back in the day, they would do it. Bank of America at first, I'm almost positive, was dollar for dollar. I was mashing. But as the times got worse and finances got worse, it was like, oh, we'll match up to 5%. We'll match up to $4. But if they match, period, it's beautiful. If it's offered, period, it's beautiful. If it's not offered at all, what you need to do is think about taking a percentile of your money and putting it into some type of CD, which is a certificate of deposit, a bond, a stock, the stock market, hire a broker, get you there several platforms that are free. Robinhood is free. Uh, Trade King, I think is like only like $4.95 a trade. And learn about the stock market because it's important. A lot of people have made their life fortune and enough money for them not to ever step in anybody's office again by investing into those stocks. But if you are working in somebody's job and they have the ability or give you the ability to invest into a stock through a 401k, 403b, whatever type of plan, IRA, whatever they allot, you should be investing into it. That's a lot of our people don't do it. They don't invest at all. And it's there. And it's been sitting there. And you've been working there for seven years. By now, you can have over $100,000 in there. You know what I mean? And then, once you invest into it, don't just be like, oh, I'm in the 401k, but you don't know where the hell. Where your money, where's your money at? I don't know whatever they got it in. What do you mean, whatever they got it in? My boy was at a company, and I love him. He's still there. He was there for like 10 or 11, 12 years, and he never changed it. And he had like $1,600. I went in and revamped his selections and the where he was allotting his money to. Within three months, he had already jumped to over $3,000. In six months, it was like $6,000. So you got to be cognizant of that. If you don't know, and you just put it in safe stuff, it's good. But sometimes that safe stuff might not match your time parameter. If you're not 21, you're like me. I'm an oldie McGoldie. I'm like 40-something son. I'm an old head. I got to get that volatile investment to where... The money that I'm investing has the ability to go ba-bow and springboard. So I look at who I'm investing in, reports, things of that nature. 
you guys have to begin to educate yourself financially. Yeah. Or it's going to be a problem. Yeah. Talk to me about what you think about getting true knowledge on the stock market. Um, my suggestion to be would just be that even if you're not up to date or you don't consider yourself stock market savvy, mm-hmm. you know, look at the people that you have in your circle and, um, you know, think about that one friend that that's all they talk about is the stock market or whatever to the point where you're like, I wish he'd just shut up, you know, call, <laughs> him, call him and say, Hey, listen, can I see a screenshot of, you know, my 401k, my options, and you kind of let me know, you know, how to split it up. Yeah, and then take it and then watch it and see what happens. Mm. You know, and if you have a substantial amount, then hire help. Most definitely. Hire help. Yeah. Most definitely. A lot of us aren't doing what we need to do. Lastly, before we get out of here, I want to talk about something that's really, it's really important. Um, I didn't think I was going to talk about this or I would have anything to talk about in this reference because money's green. Money doesn't have a color. But in certain instances, the color of money matters. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. My boy Natalak, he's a rapper. He's also a business owner. He owns his own trucking company. Shout out to Sheldon Davis Trucking, Natalak. Um, he sent me a video and it was of some Arab guys in a like a convenience store like an all convenience store and they were in a huge the owners and people were in a huge fight with some black people that were patrons of the store there was one white guy in there and he did something and did something to a girl and he disappeared off the video afterwards because the person was videotaping it from the outside. I guess I didn't know really what was happening until they got up there. Big fight. And it lasted for a long time. And the Arab guy was like open hand slapping, like really like old school, like I am smiting you, slapping him off a pow, pow. He was slapping everybody on their back, on their head, open hand, motherfucker, foul, wow, he was rebuking everybody. But from what it seems from the video, cause the black people kept going back into the store. I have no idea why they was going into the store. I think they was knocking over shit in the store because something happened that they was in the store and were accused of stealing, something like that happened. But from the comments, everybody seemed like the black people was in the right and the average store owners was in the wrong, which I don't really know who was in the right or who was in the wrong. But the fact is this. Those Arab store owners were in a melanated, uh, predominantly black community where the money that they have made to operate and keep their store open comes from the people of that community. So, people of that community, if you feel that that store owner is not treating you properly, they're not treating you with respect, they're not treating you right, 
the way you protest or go against what they're doing is not to patronize their venues. And I know it may say, oh, we don't have transportation. It's hard to get blah, 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 blah. But in the fact of this matter, if someone is slapping you and hitting you and punching you and telling you you're a thief every time you come in the store and looking at you crazy every time you come in the store, you need to not go in that freaking store. They're not worthy of your money. If you have to walk two, five, 10, 28 trillion blocks to the next store, Think about your self-worth over your dollar worth. This is where the color of money comes into play. Because the people that allegedly so broke. And we are. The melanated community makes one half of 1% of what's made by the rest of the world. One half of a percent. That's like 0.05. And I ain't one. <laughs> So, how are we the biggest consumers in the world? And we ain't spending no money with ourselves. Which goes back to the susu pot. I ain't gonna never stop talking about that <laughs> shit. I'm dead serious until we start doing it. That yeah. shit is fucking impressive and smart. Yeah. Do it it's for simple anything. Too. You want some J's? Five of y'all get together. Motherfucker, we putting in $50 a piece. First nigga off the top, getting them 13s. He won them so bad. Next month, everybody putting in $50. Number two, he gets some 11s. He wanted them. Yo, if that's what you want to do, better thing is to put that money together and y'all get a stock account. And then y'all start trading stock in the stock market. And then y'all come up together and split the money to five different ways whenever it's time to go get different ways. But the thing is this. If in fact, those girls, and it looked like it was a guy there too. I couldn't understand why the guy wasn't even doing anything. He was just getting slapped. The, the, the Arab dude was open hand slapping like they was in Egypt and <laughs> in the Jesus time. I mean, he was just, I'm talking about, if you, I'm going to send you the video. He was like, I slapping people everywhere, yo. Straight open hand. He didn't punch anybody. The white guy that was in there, though, it was mostly Arab, like five Arab dudes. One white guy did something to a girl. If you get caught, homie, I would, I hope, get everything that's coming to you. Because I saw you slam that girl's head into that pole for no reason. I saw it, and it's on the video. So you can get what's coming to you. But the Arab guys were doing some, like, it was like some old school uh, back. Hey, if they would have had on towels and sandals and everybody would have been, it would have just been dirt and camels. It looked like for real. He was really smiting the people. So they must have did something wrong because they don't do that. If they smite you like that with the hand, especially the open hand he was coming with force, it means he felt they did something wrong. So they don't got good relations in the store. You don't got good relations in the store? Stay your ass out of them people's store. Go to another store. Stop giving them your money. Give it to the frozen cup lady. Yo, she got the same hot links, peanuts, chips, and everything. Go spend your money with Sister Jones. 
You know what I'm saying? Keep it in your community and you won't see the same reaction. You'll also see maybe an upliftment of the people that look like you. Just a thought. What's your thought? I agree. I'm going to let you see that video. You're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> it was just ill, yo. And the same thing, like you seen, I know you've seen the ones with the the hair stores where they said they ain't did the nails right or something and they ain't paying for it and it was a feeling or something and they started fighting. Up in New York, they, like, within the last two years, it's been every other month, some mug saying that they ain't pay, they ain't paying the money for the nails because the job is botched. Oh. And then the store That's owner horrible. like, you gonna pay and then they be fighting, like fist fighting. How do you get all the videos where it's just fighting? I don't know. That's what the people oh, be sending to me. Yeah. Okay. That's what they be sending to me. Stop sending me the fighting videos. Y'all yeah, send me the positive ones too. I get please. a lot of the, the doggy ones. The, I get all the, the gushy ones too. The, the fighting and the tearjerkers. That's what they send. Mm. They don't send me just straight comical no more. It'd be either some edgy or some just mushy. The dog done came back to the crib after 10 years. They ain't be looking for him. Here he go. He healthy. Like, he found his way back. Yo, come on. But seriously, yo. Just wanted to talk to y'all. Vicky P, anything you want to say to him about financial education and mortgage? Anything at all that you might have a tidbit to tell the people before we out of here? Just to educate yourself. And if your church or your community center or your job or any other place offers, like, um, especially if it's free, offers, you know, information on finance, just go. What are you losing? It's free, especially if it's free. Sure. Just educate yourself however you may find that to be, you know, at least have an idea of what you're doing and what you're signing away when you sign on the dotted line. Yeah. Mm. That's about it. That and, you know, have a great day. You want to get no shouts out to your people from the VI. VI Massive, what they call them? Boop, 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 boop. Well, you already, you already did that, so oh. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. And thank you for letting me be here. Oh, anytime. For, me, for allowing me to your space. We shall do this again. Soon we're gonna talk start talking about some other stuff too, some real stuff. <laughs> like uh y'all girls out there dressing ratchet with your weave all messed up, y'all dudes out there with your booties hanging out. I, I hey, we're gonna start talking about some real stuff other than that too. Some hood issues, neighborhood issues. But as we said, this was about financial education and how um, not being financially educated can be really detrimental to the melanated community. It has been. And there are a few things that we put out there that y'all need to learn about. Mortgages, most certainly. How they work, how to get you one, how to maintain one, and how not to be uh, devastated by one. And a little tidbit on stock market via 401ks. 403Bs and IRAs. They're important. You need to learn about them if you have the opportunity to get one. 
All right. This has been Saturated Saturdays, the Saturday Saturation. Saturation on Saturdays. And you're live again on WBLU 77.7 FM on your online dial, the Cypher. I'm your man, DJ OG Bobby Johnson, with my special guest, Nikki P. Nicole Payne, 1 800 411. Nicole Payne. Anything you want to say on the way out? No, I already said goodbye. She said goodbye, y'all. And uh, as always, real hip hop is back. Real hip hop is back. Real hip hop is back, baby.